Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. Welcome back to Free For All Friday. Most of this hour is reserved for more of your phone calls. Ryan Switzer of the Dallas Cowboys, who had one of the most exciting plays in all the NFL two weeks ago, is in prime time with his boys as they visit the Raiders on Sunday night. One of the more compelling matchups of the weekend. Patriots at Steelers, Packers at your Panthers, among the others. Joining us now, save your free-for-all Friday phone calls for just a little bit later. I believe he played a Han Han Solo-type figure as a young high school coach in Alabama. He moved on to marry his own version of Princess Leia. And over the last decade, he has served as an Obi-Wan Kenobi-type figure as both the award-winning head coach of Duke football and as one of the most popular guests in the history of the David Glenn Show. May the force be with you, Coach Cutcliffe. Welcome back to the show. How are you? David, the force is with me, man. I'm talking to you. You are are the force on the airway. (laughs) Think about that. Now, you are sending vibes out and signals across this great state. I try, man. I try. And you do. And it's funny now. Well, not not funny, but it's, it's appropriate that when I travel different parts of the state, whether I'm in western North Carolina or out east, people... Tell me, hey, I, I love listening to you on the David Glenn Show. That's good to hear, man. And, well, it is, and it's a great thing. So sports can be done. You know, you, you say what you have to say. It's yeah. Sometimes difficult things, but it can be fun, and it, can, it, it should benefit all of us. It's a game. Well, I'll tell you this. Life is too short for me to not have told you eyeball to eyeball, handshake to handshake, how much we love and appreciate you. So I'll just get on to my next question because I think you and I both know uh, where we fit in this beautiful relationship. I am curious, given that The Last Jedi debuted last night and apparently a gazillion people stormed 4,000 North American theaters to see this thing. You were in your early 20s when the original Star Wars came out. Yeah. How much has it been on your radar in life as this American phenomenon and what do you see in the 18 to 23 year old players you have at Duke when it comes to this phenomenon well you know I am I hate to admit this but I've never been a huge Star Wars person not because of stuff I just don't get to movies very often so when I see them it's something that I've seen on Netflix or we rented uh, because I work all the time isn't that terrible? <laughs> I, I only have a peripheral working knowledge of Star Wars myself, Coach. So I know, I know you and I are more sports guys than we are our Star Wars guys, for sure. But, but I, do, I do know this. What, what, what caught my attention was the amazing um, screen work, or I can't think of the word, but the, the, the special effect. Yeah, yeah. The initial reaction to that was like, wow, you know? And... And then I, I think also what you said, may the force be with you. There was something to that that resonated with everybody. You know, I think we all want and seek that that kind of force in our lives. And I, I think that if they brought the screen, brought it to life. I really believe that. And that's why it's real. And I think it's probably motivated people. I hear our players talk about it now, like yeah. something new. And I'm like, hey, guys, wait a minute. <laughs> This is ancient stuff, you know? <laughs> Do you know who Harrison Ford is, guys, huh? you know? Um, so it's, um, it's fun. It really is. And I do love movies. I just don't, don't get time to do it. 
It is incredible. The first one came out in 77. I think you were a high school coach in Alabama. It's still relevant in 2017. And not many things were that prominent in both 1977 and 2017. David Cutcliffe of Duke is joining us on the David Glenn Show. Your team's headed to Detroit the day after Christmas for the Quick Lane Bowl. So congrats on your fifth bowl in the last six years with the Blue Devils. But before we dive into those details, we have a new National Signing Day in college football. It's next Wednesday. So all these verbal commitments have a chance to become official for the first time on December 20th rather than the first Wednesday in February, the way it's been for a long time. Remind us, is this a good thing, a bad thing, not a big deal, a big deal in your eyes, and why? I don't. I don't think it should be a big deal uh, because there are so many people that early commit. I don't know that that's always good that they do that. Um, I don't let them commit unless they really understand what that means. But I will tell you this: um, if you're going to commit and you're not going to sign on this date, then you were basically never committed. Yeah. And We've actually had an influx of um, people tell players, well, go ahead and commit, get yourself something, and then shop around. Well, I, I just think that's horrible. You know, it would be like getting engaged and then date. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and so I, I like the fact that, you know, we really all along have been talking to young people about this. Even back in the spring and the summer when they wanted to commit, we expect our expectations are December 20th. Now, what it's done the practicality of it's hard. We finished um, the game at Wake Forest, and then that, that Sunday, at, right after church, I am on the road, and I'm telling you, I'm at 40,000 feet more than I am on the ground. Wow. So, like, for example, one day I wake up in New York, I fly to Detroit, I Detroit all the way to Boston, Boston down to Louisville, just to meet people's expectations of me being in their home. Yeah. And you're, you're having to do all of it before December 20th. So I told my wife, we came in and we had 16 families in this past weekend on official visits. By Sunday night, um, you know, I was just gassed. And I looked at my calendar because we had our banquet. I was to be in Dallas at 9 o'clock the next morning, which I did, and then on to Fort Lauderdale. So I don't think the practicality of it is all that great from the people who have to do it. Our coaches got all over the place, you know. I traveled by myself where our coaches could, could manage what they needed to do. So the people that are making the legislation really don't know the functional part of this thing. So there are problems with it is what I'm I guess I'm being long-winded to tell you it's not all good, not all bad, but this thing about spring visits for juniors, in my opinion, is a nightmare. And that's where we're, we're going to move things up even more by doing that. David Cutcliffe is joining us. He's the 10th-year head coach of the Duke Football Blue Devils. Follow Coach on Twitter, at David Cutcliffe. Check out his Devils in another bowl game. It's the Quick Lane Bowl in Detroit, day after Christmas. Northern Illinois, an 8-4 and four team and a good one from the Mid-American Conference, is the opponent this time. That bowl game, Coach, do you consider this kind of an experience for your players, you know, mostly a business trip, overwhelmingly about winning a football game, 
or is there at least some time to sort of smell the roses and get some swag and experience the city of Detroit or the other things that the Quick Lane Bowl folks have waiting for you? Well, I think you have to do both. I mean, there's no way that you take, you know, 18 to 22-year-olds and turn this in uh, over Christmas. Yeah a business trip along, you know. So, for example, we we leave, we get there on the 21st. As soon as we get there, we're going to take a bus tour off the plane to see Detroit. I did a hand count. It's only six of our players have ever been to Detroit, Michigan. Wow. I, I figured it would be that. And so I'm thrilled with that. And so we will have an opportunity to see by bus. We're going to get out and do a little picture um, there with in, in, in the square there with Joe Lewis, you know, that monument, that area. Yeah. And just experience something. And we're going to go to the Ford Museum while we're up there. There's a bowl function at a big warehouse there that they've got another thing there. It, it's, it's, you can do it. Now, the players have to do their part. They have to get their rest. They have to, when they come to practice, and we've done this pretty well, um, they, 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 you come in there with a different mentality. You, you get up, we'll have breakfast, uh, we go to meetings just like we do here. We're going to go to work. And when that work's done, we're not going to wear them out, but we're going to give them an opportunity to grow and learn something. And Detroit's one of the better cities in the United States to learn and study our history. Uh, what a unique place. I was thrilled when the, when the Quick Lane Bowl chose us and the Detroit Lions, the Ford family owns the bowl. So you can imagine just how how well run this thing is. So it's it's our players are pumped about it. Yeah, it's been a pretty cool run. I mean, the Belk Bowl in Charlotte, y'all have been to. Chick-fil-A Bowl is really fun in Atlanta. Y'all went there during your top 25-10 win season. The Sun Bowl in El Paso, the Pinstripe Bowl, y'all won a couple years ago, a, a relatively new bowl in New York City. Uh, you're older guys, man. You've had a nice variety here. Wow. As, as we thank you for your time and wish you well against Northern Illinois, remind us, Coach, it feels like if we tracked your whole career, assisted coach, head coach, 90% of the time this is what you're doing in mid and late December with the old volunteers or as the head coach at Ole Miss or even you know these uh, five out of last six years with the Blue Devils, this is what you're doing. Remind us of the – benefits for a program compared to what you deal, had to deal with last year for the first time in a while, which was you didn't have a holiday assignment in terms of a game. No, I, I will tell you, it comes to an abrupt, a, a, just an abrupt stop. The players finish finals and they're gone. You don't see them. You don't talk to them. You don't have, have any kind of spree to core time to build and a different atmosphere. The season's over. Uh, we don't get our young people those practice times, you know, so it's really rugged. Our guys don't come back till January 10th, mm. as it is. And if we were saying goodbye this weekend, uh, it's it's depressing to me. Now, I'm spoiled rotten. You're right. That's mm. all I've ever known is to go to a bowl game. And I don't expect us to miss another one. I mean, I'm not being arrogant when I say that. But if you're the right kind of person and we got good enough players to get this accomplished, and you got a right mentality, you're going to work and put the work in to be, to be successful, and that's what we plan on doing every year. Coach Cut, great to hear your voice as always, man. Appreciate the time on the David Glenn Show. Keep up the good work. Thank you. If I don't talk to you all before Christmas, Merry Christmas to everyone, certainly to you and your family, David. Right back at you, Coach Cut.